the last year has been an epiphany that I don't think any of these mushrooms were meant to be used in isolation. isolation, They are better together. Welcome to the Wellness Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, and I'm excited to take you on a journey to reclaiming and reconnecting to your magic, the magic of your health, your wealth, and your soul's purpose. As a woman's wellness coach and business mentor, I've been coaching women for over 15 years, helping them rediscover their innate abilities to heal, to transform, and to manifest their deepest desires. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration and information, diving into the multifaceted approach of what it means to live to our fullest potential. Let's do this. This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back, everybody. I hope your day is off to an amazing start. I am so excited to welcome Brandy back to our podcast. If you didn't tune in to episode 217, I interviewed Brandy in the fall last year, and it was such a popular episode. We chatted all about the health benefits of medicinal mushrooms. Brandy really broke down and gave us kind of the 101 on understanding high quality medicinal mushrooms, what to actually look for. There's so many products out there on the shelves and we want to be informed consumers. We want to know what to look for. How do we know what beneficial compounds are in these products and if it's really therapeutic grade? So that is a great episode to start with. I highly encourage you to go back episode 217, tune into that episode because it's going to give you some really great context about medicinal mushrooms overall. Plus, you're going to hear Brandy's amazing health story. She's got quite the crazy autoimmune story and gives you a bit of a background with that. Plus, she talks about Aversio Wellness, which is their, of course, medicinal mushroom company. And you guys know I love my medicinal mushrooms. And We've had so many people reach out asking more questions about mushrooms, wanting Brandy to come back. And I love hearing from you guys on Instagram how you've been noticing improvements with your sleep and your mood and your anxiety just by supplementing with mushrooms and your energy. I love hearing those testimonials, so keep them coming. You guys know I take them every single day and I have for years. So today's episode we just get right into it. We get right into the nitty gritty. And this is why I encourage you to go back. If you really want to hear about Aversio Wellness and how they started and Brandy's story, then that's the place to start. And today we just get right into it. We're talking about mushrooms and menopause and how you can actually use functional medicinal mushrooms to support ultimately your stress resiliency. Because let's face it, as we get into our 40s, there's this resiliency that is declining, right? We are moody, we're irritable, we're anxious, we're exhausted, we're not getting good sleep, we're gaining weight. There's so many hormonal shifts that start to happen in our 40s. I mean, perimenopause pretty much starts around the age of 35 and everybody is going to experience symptoms very differently. And We want to be very proactive and preventative as much as we possibly can so that we can go through our perimenopausal years feeling balanced, feeling grounded and rooted and not feeling like we're crazy. And I know so many of us right now, I know so many women 
in my community right now are really struggling with the ups and downs and the roller coaster symptoms of perimenopause. And here's what you have to really think about. You have to think about the years leading up to your 40s. And basically what you did in your 20s and 30s is no longer going to support you in your 40s. And the years of stress, you know, especially if you had children in those childbearing years, that's a lot. It's a lot on your body and your workload. And, you know, maybe you're starting your business or your career in your 30s. Like there's a lot that happens in those years. And we start to experience a lot of stress in those years. And it's like Mm -hmm. our stress bucket kind of gets overflowed. And once we hit our 40s, that bucket really explodes. And it's like we wake up one day and we feel like we got hit by a Mack truck and we're like, oh my God, what's happening? So not only do I want to support you in those earlier years as preventative, but I really want you to support your stress and your hormones and create more resiliency and balance in your body. And that's what mushrooms are going to do for you. So today's episode is so juicy. Brandy takes us through the benefits of medicinal mushrooms and how we can actually use them over the course of the day to support brain health and focus and energy and sleep and stress and mood. She goes through dosing and stacking mushrooms. We talk about stress. We talk about sleep. We answer some community questions about nerve pain and mushrooms, um, how we can use mushrooms to support heart disease, anxiety, focus, all sorts of things. So you're going to get some really great info today. I really hope you learn a lot. And before we officially dive in, here's a really quick reintroduction of Brandy. She is the co-founder of Aversio Wellness, a family-owned and operated Canadian mushroom wellness company with a mission to change lives through fungi. She is a retired elementary school teacher, mother of two, and a passionate advocate for daily use of medicinal mushrooms as preventative natural medicine and alternative to pharmaceuticals. Let's dive into our episode. Enjoy. Hello, Brandy. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Samantha. Thanks so much for having me back. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited you're back because your episode number 217, if you guys haven't tuned into that one yet, when I first had Brandy here, was so popular and we got so much incredible feedback. And I know that our community had so many more questions around mushrooms and they were so excited about this conversation. I'm obviously so excited about this conversation because I love me some medicinal mushrooms and I just, I'm excited to have you back again so we can dive in deeper and dive into some further topics. So thanks again thanks so much. I'm glad it was popular. I can't take any credit for it. It's the mushrooms there. <laughs> we keep saying mushrooms are, you know, trend isn't even the word mushrooms are a movement and they're here to stay. And the more people start to talk about them, the more questions we ask and the more research gets done. It's just been such a beautiful evolution to from even from where we were last time. So, so I'm so grateful that you invited me, but I think we really both invited the mushrooms back. We definitely did. Yes. They've been like, Hey, we've got more to share. So give us, give us some attention. So I'm so excited. We are going to dive into we were saying earlier before we hit record, we're probably going to be all over the place because there's just so much to share and different avenues that we can take this. Um, One of the areas we're going to really kickstart, and I should probably backtrack for just one second because 
If you haven't listened to the original episode when Brandy was here, number 217, go tune into that because you can hear more about Brandy. You can hear more about her story. It's super powerful. And that would be a really great place to start. And then you can come back over here and also listen to this one because um, we don't need to reiterate and go over everything from that last episode. It's already there for you guys. So go tune into that. And so today we're going to really just like dive right in, get into the nitty gritty of some science and really uh, showcase ways, powerful ways that you can use mushrooms for healing and supporting your body and your hormones and your stress and your sleep. And so one of the areas that both Brandy and I have been getting lots of questions around is menopause and perimenopause and like, can you really use medicinal mushrooms to support your hormones and your body during this phase? So Brandy, I'm going to let you take the sun away. Let's talk about perimenopause. And we were chatting a little bit about it before we hit record too. And, you know, changes that you've experienced. I'll be 40 in a few months. So I'm already <laughs> experiencing some shifts. So exciting. Yes. The good, so, the good stuff's just about to begin. All the good I, stuff. I believe that. I truly believe yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, let's take it away and dive into how various mushrooms can actually support women during menopause. All right. All right. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you probably know so much more about the menopause part than I do. But That's the okay. mushroom part of it for me is, well, it kind of came as this, my friends are talking about menopause and why are we talking about that? We're so young, but I am 46. And, um, and I'm not kidding when I say 40 you know, 40 hit. And I think it was just a huge shift for me. I started to really question more about my purpose in life and care oh, less really? about what everyone thought. Yep. Um, and so in a really good way, I truly mean that. Um, when I look at the word menopause, I just think about my mom and when she hit menopause and when my dad, you know, had all these things to say about irritability and mood and sleep and hot flashes and all right. of this, it was really just this negative thing. And now that I'm 46, I mean, when you look up the definition of perimenopause, it says between like 35 and 55. Well, that's us, sister. So what does that really mean? And then um, really, why am I not? I'm not experiencing a lot of the things that are on the list. So am I a late bloomer? What's going on for me? And then of course, of course, I say, maybe it's all the mushrooms I'm taking that (laughs) some of this stuff isn't happening for me. But I think it's, it's just important to really recognize what is menopause? How do we see it in North America versus other parts of the world where medicinal mushrooms come from, for instance? And then um, how can the two be connected? Mushrooms and menopause. Yes. Yes, they can help is the the happy answer. So, um, so yeah, so I'm happy to, to say that for me, I think the one thing that really hits me is the fatigue end of it. And I think that's probably the universal or the most um, complained about symptom of menopause is the fatigue. And I for sure can speak to that personally. And it's that inability to have that kind of get up and go in the morning, that lack of motivation, or it's like low grade exhaustion. And I feel like everybody I know is talking about that. So whether that's part of menopause or not, who cares, we are changing our whole lives. And this is the transition we're all going to hit around this time anyway. So for sure, we need to address that. And I think this is where the adaptogens part of medicinal mushrooms comes in. 
So the word adaptogens gets hucked around all of the time and people are super confused by it. I was one of them a few years back. (laughs) Um, No, we're not selling adaptogens. We're selling medicinal mushrooms. So so let's let's define adaptogen and then talk about why adaptogens are the answer to these menopausal symptoms um, that we're experiencing. So adaptogens, it's a legit word. It's a scientific word. Um, They've been around as defined substances about 70 years. And they come from all over the world. They adaptogens are the ones that are the best of the best of the best of the herbal medicines on this planet, very much connected to traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine. And there are 21 that are kind of the critical most studied of the adaptogens. And um, traditional Chinese medicine practitioners, I know you have friends who are them, will work with those 21 over and over and over. Five of them are mushrooms. So those are the ones that we'll kind of talk about today. So yes. um, so what is an adaptogen? So in order to be considered an adaptogen and, and um, you know, what really is this adaptogen? An adaptogen is just a natural substance that can help your body adapt to stress. And I think this transition of menopause is just we're going through a stress because we're going through a transition. And um, we look at an adaptogen as being defined by three things. So in order to get this super great title that you're the best of the best in the land of fungi, you have to be non-toxic. And what does that mean? Um, it comes from where they came from. So back in, so the um, former Soviet Union researchers were looking for things they could give to their soldiers in order to help them perform better without becoming addicted to things, without becoming less productive the next day. So previously using caffeine, nicotine, amphetamine, things Mm -hmm. that could cross the blood-brain barrier but didn't have this good downstream effect. Um, It was interesting to them to go out to the world and find substances that they could use to help soldiers perform better and adapt to the stress that was war um, and not have them be toxic to them. So an adaptogen has to be non-toxic which means the five mushrooms that are in there that we'll talk about, it means really you can take them at for a long period of time safely and at considerably high doses and not have to worry about them. Um, and the second thing is an adaptogen is something that has to be non-specific by definition. So it doesn't just work on one system of the body. It's working on many systems of the body at the same time. Um, grade five elementary school teacher in me remembers there's 11 systems in the body (laughs) and I have to do the like do mushrooms really do that and either directly or indirectly yes they do so we can talk about that and then the last thing is that an adaptogen is something that restores balance or has a normalizing effect on the body again with menopause we just want some balance we want to feel this normalized part back so does that explain adaptogens well enough? Love it. Yeah. You broke that down really clearly because I think a lot of women just throw out the term adaptogens, but not fully understanding the depth of what it really means. So I really appreciate you yeah. breaking that down. Yeah. yeah. Or or if it's like to me, I'm, you know, we I work with two naturopathic doctors and a, a scientist and my colleagist each day. They're way smarter than I am. And <laughs> And I, and I had, and our mycologist who is an incredible human PhD in mycology, like lives in a lab. When I said adaptogens to him the first time, he said, that's not a real thing. <laughs> like it's like superfoods. Like what makes you a superfood? Super food, there is right. no scientific definition for a superfood. There is a scientific de- definition for adaptogens. There's tons of research that's been around a long time. So I think that's just Love important it. to know. 
because that's Very where we're, we're going to go with it. So here we have these adaptogens. We know that they're going to fall into these three categories. We know it's all about adapting to stress. And then that brings us to the HPA axis. So you talk about this all the time so beautifully. I should let you explain it if you if you want, but hypothalamus, totally pituitary, yeah. adrenals. And then I think, why? you Can you explain why it's not the HPTA? Because TA, me, yes. thi- thyroid should be in there. Really, thyroid is definitely in there because once the adrenals start getting impacted, it starts to impact the thyroid. So nothing right. exists in isolation. They really do all um, impact each other. And yeah. And so I think another thing to add here too, is like women might, you know, women who are in their perimenopausal years right now. And if you're listening to this, you might be thinking like, but my, you know, my estrogen is declining or my progesterone is declining. So why is it taking like mushrooms or Mm -hmm. adaptogens? How is something like that going to really help me? And it's like, we have to really think about stress resilience because that's really what's happening as we go through these years is like these hormones are declining. And so all of these symptoms are showing up with like mood, period, you know, issues, cravings and fatigue, weight gain. Right. And so what happens is these symptoms are arising. And what I notice is women starting to limit their calories, over-exercise, and there's this lack of nourishment that takes place, which adds this massive amount of stress to the body. And so what we're doing is tanking the adrenals, we're tanking the thyroid, Mm -hmm. and we're going to use these mushrooms to bring that balance to the body. It's going to build this resiliency in the body so that right, you can go through these years with more ease. And I, I, I love an analogy. I was just talking to a friend about this yesterday that, you know, and I love an analogy. And I think of my body is a bank account now. And, you know, why do you, why do you take mushrooms? Do you have to take them every day? Well, if you don't put money in your bank account every month, you're probably not going to pay your bills. Exactly what you said. I think of the adaptogens are meant to build this resilience, to build this bank account for you so that when stress shows up, and I don't mean stress as, like there was terrible traffic today and my kids being an idiot. I mean, the stress of your body changing, the stress of a transition that's coming, which doesn't need to be a negative thing, but we stress when we have change sometimes. And that is a stress in and of itself. So, so yes, I think of for me, my body's bank account. I make deposits by meditating. I make a deposit by doing some breath work. I definitely make a deposit by nourishing my body through yoga I'm not a triathlete. I'm not out there running. And I think this is not the time of my life when that hardcore exercise, and I, I there, yes, there should be some weight bearing in there. But I For do sure. not think that the amount of women trying to lose weight during this stage is yes. fair to them with what we know that is happening. So making these deposits into this bank account um, so that we have a resilience to the stress that is going to come because of cortisol, right right? Because of the stress hormones that are going to hit us to, um, <laughs> that are going to increase blood glucose that are going to curb functions that totally. would right be that any functions that are non-essential in a flight or fight state, yes. um, are going to be hit our digestion our immune response, our reproductive systems are going to go down when this stress hits us. So we better be ready and adaptogens or 
functional mushrooms are something that are also can be added to that bank account. And I feel like I've been making deposits in that bank account for three years now. And I feel it. I feel like I'm not, I can handle these things maybe a little better. So I think that's where this HPA access comes into play. We know that it is an issue. We know we have chronic stress. We know that it's never going away. (laughs) Right? The world is not getting better. We have to get better. And we can get better by building this resilience to it. So in comes the mushrooms. mushrooms. So the five that I'll talk to you about that are non-stick, they're non-specific, and they are um, able to restore a balance or normalizing effect. And then we can kind of talk about how specifically they can affect times in menopause. I think that's just a, a great way to go. So I Let's like to it. think of the adaptogens in three categories. And I know people always ask us, but how, where do I start? Yes. What time of day? How much do I take? So I like to think of morning, noon, and night. And then I also like to think about medicine that is more connected to Eastern practices or our ancestors, not a pill for an ill, not I feel this, I'm sick today, so now I'll take turkey tail. No. Right. <laughs> you People don't want to think about their immune system until they're sick. We're, it's not that way. So I'm talking preventatively. If you're looking to set up a system with mushrooms or adaptogens as preventative medicine or supportive during these, these perimenopausal years starting with protecting and defending your body before things happen. So this is going to be, let's start with chaga, which a lot of people don't talk about chaga for menopause. And it's not for menopause. It's to prevent some of the stuff that's going to go down. And I can speak to this from a skin point of view. So um, if you listen to the previous podcast, you know my long story about autoimmune disease and taking an immunosuppressant for 13 years and um, having skin cancer three times. As, as a side effect from that. And skin and chaga are best friends. So I love chaga for starting the day because our product is called Protect because it's so high in antioxidants, uh, so nourishing for the skin. It's um, high in melanin. That's what gives the chaga mushroom. It's not actually a mushroom, it's a conch, but it gives it its own dark color. color so it's yeah. almost like having sunscreen on the inside or this anti-aging serum from within that's going to start us off with some protection. So the the research around chaga is all around um, its level of betulinic acid. So this comes out of the birch tree. The mushroom essentially eats it out and then we consume it. <laughs> and I think when we talk about adaptogens, <laughs> Mother Nature is making them because it is harsh out there, just like it's harsh for us in this time. Chaga mushroom is a great example. It grows in harsh climates in Mongolia. So far north in China, in Siberia, cold northern forests. And this mushroom has to be resilient in order to survive in that environment. And it's creating compounds that help it to survive. And then we're taking those compounds in and they're helping us to protect and survive. It's such a beautiful thing. It so is. that's Mother what nature provides. In. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for so for me, starting with chaga, it is a true adaptogen. It's going to be your big antioxidant. And then turkey tail. And again, I like turkey tail in the morning because it's the big defender. It's amazing for immune defense. Um, we are living in a post-COVID world, but I think everybody's going out there with wanting some kind of daily immune support on board. And turkey tail is the one for that. Also, right. it's amazing for gut health. And I know you can speak to the fact that we need a healthy gut if we want totally. all the other things in the cascade to to go down. 
So yeah. turkey tail and chaga in the morning as adaptogens on board to really protect and defend and give us that immune support is where where I would go. Yeah, and then absolutely. And especially from an autoimmune perspective, that's connected to the gut, right? And so going through my own journey with autoimmune Hashimoto's and it's important to support your gut because your immune system is in your gut. So I love turkey tail for that. And, um, I believe there's some really great research too, just as a side note on turkey tail with like breast cancer. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, of great research. I think so. I'm, I'm on PubMed every day looking and looking. So it's the mushroom. It's doesn't have quite as much in the ratio yet, but it's in the thousands of papers. And I know over 400 clinical trial studies now in Japan with turkey tail specific to the cancers, many cancer cell lines. And there's no doubt it's effective. It's the high concentration of polysaccharide peptide and polysaccharide crestin that are specific to turkey tail mushroom. We don't find them in the other mushrooms where most of the research has been done. Um, Really high percentage of beta-glucans this is a prebiotic in our gut helps with gut health, but also what gives them their powerful defense or immune support. So for sure, turkey tail, it's no joke. It's everywhere too. It's one of those ones that's so abundant in the world. I know we have it in our forest right here down the street from us. Um, Mother nature's giving it to us. She knows we need it right now. So it's getting those ones on board, those kind of protect and defend adaptogens in the morning helps so much of what menopause is going to show up as, um, yes. as we go through. And I, and for me, I can say that yes, my skin was suffering in those beginning perimenopausal years. And I wish I'd had chaga back then, but I've got it on board now. And I notice a difference for sure. Dryness amazing. is something that people talk about in menopause. And, yes. um, and I think chaga has been amazing for me as an antioxidant at a cellular level for that. So then we hit the afternoon part of the day and, um, we need to perform whether that's, mentally performing in our jobs or physically performing um this is these are the performance adaptogens and uh this is where cordyceps shows up first and uh cordyceps is kind of known as mother nature's performance enhancer and athletes love it and it's so great for energy and endurance and yes it is great for all of those things and i love that research lots of exercise tests where they do terrible things like give it to mice and then they put the mice in water and have them do a swim test, which it sounds, it, <laughs> okay, totally. I'm not going to say it sounds, but it is a way for them to see how much more endurance we truly get for when we are ingesting a compound like what we find in cordyceps. And it's the adenosine and the cordycepin in there. So if you're taking a product that is a cordyceps, make sure the company is testing for those things that it's a high extraction ratio cordyceps, you actually need quite a bit of it to get those effects, you should feel it. If it's a good quality cordyceps product and you are someone in menopause that's suffering from fatigue and you don't want to use caffeine, choosing cordyceps instead should actually help you feel a bit of an energy. First, I don't know if you feel, you. I know you use the Awaken blend. Yes. You should feel it. Love it. Yeah, and I... Interesting because I don't use it in the afternoon. I use it in the morning. So I'm actually going to play around with that a little bit and test it in the afternoon because let's face it, most of us get this cortisol dip in the afternoon and between two to four, we're tired and we're reaching for maybe that second cup of coffee or something like that as a boost. So 
I'm definitely going to play around. Which then is affecting their sleep later that night. Totally. You know, that half life of caffeine, if you're drinking it at three o'clock, it's still in your blood at midnight. And maybe this, and then again, in menopause, we're not sleeping great. Let's not exacerbate something like that. So I love cordyceps for its energy. But my favorite thing about cordyceps is the way that it can support libido, which is a huge Mm -hmm. complaint of women in menopause is this low libido. And maybe a complaint of their husbands or partners as well. (laughs) Um, And I (laughs) I can speak to this firsthand. So the research around this, it's massive. Um, So a study done in in China demonstrated an 86% in libido, in in female libido, with the addition of cordyceps extract. Um, Wow. That's that's massive. That is massive. So, I mean, this could fix humanity. (laughs) (laughs) women are happy. Everyone's happy. And I feel like it's because of the blood flow. So when I've gone after the research about like, what is happening for me? What am I feeling? For sure, we know that cordyceps stimulates ATP, adenosine triphosphate. This is the energy currents in our cells, helps with VO2 max, and we have more oxygen on board, more oxygen flow. We all know what that feels like connected to libido. So I think cordyceps and menopause, should be celebrated. It's not just the man's 100%. mushroom. It's not the athlete's yes. mushroom. Um, female athletes love it, but I think women in menopause, this could be the one, the game changer that we haven't tried yet because of that addressing fatigue in a healthy way and increasing that um, libido for those who are feeling a loss of libido during this stage. So I, I love, love that, that. cordyceps for perform. And then the other perform would be lion's mane because that's the mental performance one. Yeah, And you know, Lion's Mane is my favorite. Yes. <laughs> I love it too. Um, so my first love, Lion's Mane, and nerve growth factor, um, brain-derived nootropic factor. So stimulating the creation of these proteins in the body. And um, this stimulates the production of cells, brain cells. I mean, hello. Yeah. We could all do with more of them sometimes, <laughs> right? The, cha- the chaotic mind becomes the chaotic life. Um, in menopause, it's anxiety, it's depression, it's irritability, it's mood changes. These are all connected to our brain. And uh, the mental health mushroom for sure is lion's mane because it can actually, it's the one that has compounds that can pass the blood brain barrier and actually affect our brain health. And I have felt that for sure. So I think that cordyceps and lion's mane together are lovely using them in the afternoon, that part of the day to get through the slumps the brain fog, <laughs> um, yep. the mood and irritability stuff that comes up. And that would sure. be, that would be the go-to mushroom there. So, so there's your perform. And okay. then as adaptogens go, we would hit kind of now we're in the evening and we need to restore. So I love that we're cycling this in three because it's our third yeah, birthday like today. And everything yes, is I three. Happy before. <laughs> so third part of kind of our day in the modern world is this evening, right? We've had this stressful go, go, go morning. We've worked, we've had stress in our jobs and now we're home. And so many of us have more stress when we get home because you're preparing meals and you're, you know, you're with your family that you haven't been with. And sometimes there's conflict when that comes together in relationship. I have a 17 year old. There's some conflict (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) I bet. Um, So now it's time to restore. So what are we doing for our bodies? So whether it's, you know, a bath or 
a meditation or time to read or breath work or whatever it is. These are all things that we can put into the bank at that time of day. But reishi is the mushroom. I know it's your favorite. Um, And yeah, reishi mushroom is to me the most powerful. It has the most research. It is the truest of adaptogens in that it is very non-specific. It is working on so many systems at the same time, and the research is new all of the time. Um, A system that I didn't teach about as an elementary school teacher was the endocannabinoid system. Didn't even exist in science back then, and we know now that it it does. So it's the triterpenoids in reishi that are the most interesting. There are hundreds of them. They are unique to the mushroom, and they are doing amazing things to help unwind the nervous system. And this is helping to promote sleep which many women in menopause talk about inability to have a good night's sleep. Night sweats are keeping them up, restlessness, aches that they didn't have. And then we are back around to the morning when we didn't sleep well at night and now everything's affected again and we're in the cycle. So it's a lot, (laughs) but that's how I kind of would see um, how mushrooms can be connected to menopause and using them in, in a system that way. And I know you can speak to Reishi and how how it has been helpful for you. Oh man, it's just been amazing. I love it. I use it regularly. And the great thing is I've heard from so many women in our community who struggle with sleep and sending me these amazing messages on Instagram saying how profound it has been for their evening routine and for calming them and getting that better sleep. A really quick interruption to remind you guys that if you do want to save 15% off at aversiowellness.com, you can do so by using the code wellnesswitch at checkout. That will save you 15% off. And as we're diving into our episode today with Brandy, I'm sure that you're hearing all sorts of things about lion's mane and cordyceps and chaga and turkey tail and reishi. And you're probably like, where do I even start? But I really hope today's episode It's going to provide you some clarity so that you have a better idea around where you really want to invest when it comes to your mushrooms. Maybe it is the focus that you need and lion's mane is going to be the thing for you. Maybe it is more of the stress and the anxiety and the nervous system support and reishi is going to be that mushroom for you. Maybe you're looking for that afternoon pick me up and you really want to support performance that's where cordyceps is going to come in. Maybe you're thinking about skin health. Chaga is going to come in for that. There's so many options. Spend some time tuning into this episode. You can also go back to episode 217, and that's going to provide you some more clarity. And then head on over to aversiowellness.com, enter the code wellnesswitch and save 15% off. And then of course, come on over to Instagram and let me know which products you're using and how you're feeling. One of the ways that I absolutely love to unwind at night is with a delicious hot chocolate, but not just any hot chocolate. I love the Organifi Harmony Blend. This is a decadent, yummy drink that you can have at any time of day, and it's loaded with some amazing herbs and adaptogens like maca, which is great to balance hormones and improve reproductive health, chaste tree berry, which encourages hormone balance and supports healthy progesterone and estrogen levels. Shadavari, which is an amazing adaptogenic herb, and it's been known to improve libido and decrease PMS and menopausal symptoms. But you'll also find cacao, stinging nettle, turmeric, ginger, Ceylon cinnamon, coconut milk, and acacia fiber 
inside this delicious drink. It is really, really good. And like I said, you can drink it any time of day. Sometimes I like to put a little scoop in my coffee in the morning, or I just like to drink it before bed. And sometimes I might spruce it up a little bit and add in some warmed coconut milk or a little bit of collagen powder. Sometimes I've pulled in some of my favorite reishi in there. And it's just so delicious to have at nighttime and it is made for healthy hormones. So if you'd like to save 20% off this delicious product and any of the Organifi products, head on over to OrganifiShop.com and use the coupon code wellnesswitch at checkout, and that will save you 20% off. Speaking of sleep, I know that I definitely want to dive into dosing. And I also want to chat about, um, stress and sleep and how I know you're, you and your team, I think have been wearing the, I think they're mm. called whoop, the whoop straps, the whoop, strap. the whoop, whoop straps. Strap. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the whoop strap. Um, for those of you who've been tuning into the podcast for a while, you know that I wear the aura ring. So I, very similar in terms of the whoop, mm-hmm. like tracking data and sleep scores and things like that. And when I take my Rishi, I take it about, I take two capsules about an hour before bed and my sleep scores are phenomenal. And so, and I can see the difference between when I take it and when I don't. So, um, Mm. I'd love to hear more about what data you guys have been seeing with, yeah, with, with taking mushrooms and your scores. So I actually, I remember, I think, you know, it might even be two years ago that you put something on your Instagram with your aura yeah. ring and you had taken Reishi and you showed your scores. And I was fascinated, but I'm also a, like, I don't wear a ton of jewelry and I don't want to have to wear a watch. And I was really like, a, yep, <laughs> not playing the game. I like minimal. <laughs> um, and my husband loves technology. So he's looked at all of them, but again, thought, you know, he, he lifts weights every day. He's an extreme athlete. He doesn't want to have a ring on all the time. And, and he's worried about EM, like uh, EMFs and He's totally. all of these things. But this year at Christmas time, he did go and invest. He did all his research and he invested in the whoop strap, which sounds crazy. And no, we're not getting paid by this company. But <laughs> the research is quite cool in um, the health metrics that it's tracking. So respiratory rate, resting heart rate, heart rate variability, which is the time between your heartbeats, which super cool science. Yep. It's your blood oxygen levels, which was super interesting during COVID and body temperature too. So we started wearing these because, well, because we're super nerds and we now have so many customer reviews about our products. It's our third birthday today. You know, we've been to to market with product for two years. We've collected hundreds of reviews that like these really work. People are so surprised. Maybe they used mushrooms yep. in the past, right? didn't have a good experience and now they're giving it a try and they're experiencing it. And it's the quality, it's the dose, it's the new science. And can we, is it anecdotal? You know, is it placebo effect? Maybe. Great. If they feel good, I don't care. But could we track the data? So again, working with two NDs, how do we look at the data? And I mean, we could do blood work every day, but not super accessible to us. Uh, We could all run around with, you know, heart rate monitors and holsters and things on. But this whoop seemed, um, it's really thin and it's light and it's easy to sleep. in. so I agreed. I agreed. (laughs) Um, for some resistance to wear it. But it's been amazing because it's exactly what you said. Um, We are toying with the mushrooms right now. I'd actually never um, took reishi consistently because I didn't have issues with sleep. And I wasn't someone who ever dealt with anxiety or depression and needed 
a real calming something in my life. Um, my I was after the brain effects and I was after immune support. So I, you know, I didn't use a lot of reishi. This was an opportunity for me to start something new. So we put the whoop straps on, went through the calibration process. We looked at what we look like as an individual in our typical ranges of all of these health metrics. And then we started taking pretty high doses of reishi in the evening. And it's exactly what everybody says. The science is true. There are so many studies out there. Um, A lot of the studies will show an increase in sleep latency. So the amount of time it takes you to fall asleep is better. It's shorter with with reishi. Yes. The, The whoop strap tells us. You lay down in bed at this time, you were asleep by this time. It has definitely improved. So how quickly you fall asleep, how long you stay asleep. So Dr. Desiree in our office, she (laughs) slept, she she came into my office the other day with her iPhone and showed me her screen. She slept for 10 hours and 40 minutes. Like this has never happened to me. (laughs) I'm like, this might not be super efficient, but 10 hours. So the length of your sleep, and then it's the quality of that sleep which is, I think, what we're feeling the next day. So the deep sleep and the REM sleep increasing. So that percentage of your sleep being good quality sleep is definitely affected by reishi. It it just makes, I think everybody knows if I could just get a good night's sleep or five or 10 of them in a row, maybe things could start to change for me. So definitely that's been interesting and exciting and and I'm still wearing it. Um, Amazing. That I'm going to keep up with. I love that. I love tracking data and I hear you too. Like I'm pretty minimal in terms of, you know, jewelry and things like that, but, um, it's been really fun wearing the aura ring and just being able to see information about my sleep scores, my, you know, tracking steps, tracking my cycle. You can do so much in the app. And so, um, it's been great. It's been great to have that data and then seeing, okay, when I take these supplements, how does it impact me when I'm, traveling and going through time zone changes and what happens then, you know, all, all sorts of things. It's really interesting to have that data to look back on. So let's talk a little bit about dosing. Um, you had mentioned, you know, taking higher dose Rishi in the evening and how that's been impacting your sleep scores. Um, I know a lot of people are confused around dosing and how much to take. The great thing is that with your mushroom blends, they are, and just the single dose mushrooms, they're really therapeutic dosing, which is fantastic. Um, so let's just go through dosing a little bit and what you typically recommend. Obviously this can be a challenge because everybody is so different and their needs will be different, but maybe we can give a little bit of context around this. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a big one. So the, the really critical factors, if you're considering introducing mushrooms into your life, like critical, critical things to look for, we covered in the first podcast, but Making sure that you're actually getting what you think you're getting is a big one. And um, the the new research out on reishi, a study out of San Francisco, showed that in the United States, um, reishi products on the shelves, like on the shelves, bought in grocery stores today were purchased and 74% of them, Sam, had no reishi in them. (gasps) How does this happen? Yeah. How does this happen? I think you were going to say that. I thought you were going to maybe say like 74% had like, you know, this per small percentage amount of it, but no, <laughs> no Rishi. Like horrifying. This is why we started the company. We already knew it was bad. We knew it was right. Bad. We didn't know that it was this bad. Now this is in the US. Thank goodness we have Health Canada. Products have NPN numbers, natural product numbers. They have licenses. They've been through a vetting process. 
All right. And it doesn't mean things can't get through, but the FDA in the U.S. is a little, people call it the wild, wild west. I, it's improving, but you it are responsible for you. <laughs> yep. Read your label. Make sure you are getting what you think you're getting by reading the ingredient label. Go on the company's website. Ask for a COA. Taste it. Even if it's in a capsule, put it on your tongue mushrooms you should taste something they all taste a bit different if it's reishi it should be bitter that's the triterpenoids you're tasting so know what you're getting for sure um you need the right form with no question it needs to be the fruiting body this is where the highest concentration of beneficial compounds are it has to be bioavailable so it has to be an extract right we if we're going to use mushrooms we want our body to be able to use them right away when we get them they need an extraction process our ancestors knew it when they were steeping it in teas nothing has changed um, all kinds of crazy terms out there, but these ones are micronized and these ones are full spectrum. They're marketing terms. There's no question. They need to be an extract in order to make them bioavailable for you to use. They need to be pure, organic, non-GMO, non-negotiables people. Like if a company's not doing that, what else are they sidestepping? And then we get to the dose. So please go through all of those things Makes and sense. then let's make sure that you're getting the right amount on, on board. So we tried to create products that are the dose that you need to take, um, but it can be less and it can be more and it can be for a period of time and taking a break and changing things off. In general, most of the good research shows you need about 3000 milligrams quantity crude equivalent of any of the medicinal mushrooms to get any effect from them. That's quite a bit. So yeah. when I started taking mushrooms, I was taking something that came in a 500 milligram capsule. It was not an extract. There was some grain in there. I was not getting 3000 milligrams of medicinal sure. mushrooms. And that's why they didn't work when I started out. Um, yeah. Lots of what's called pixie dusting going on in the industry where there's this a fabulous new product in it at 75 superfood in this little scoop. Well, I mean, it's common sense. Of course. You are not getting... <laughs> You're not getting enough of any of those 75 superfoods in that yep. tiny scoop. It just totally. makes sense to us. So the dose, I mean, it's common sense. You need enough of something if you're going to get the benefit of it. So for 3,000 milligrams quantity crude equivalent, you could take something that's a one-to-one -one extract, just a raw extract. And to get those 3,000 milligrams, you're probably taking about six capsules of something. Or you can use something that has a high extraction ratio. So these have been concentrated through a decoction process, cooking down the mushrooms, getting them really extracted, making the beneficial compounds bioavailable, and then removing fiber and liquid from them. So you just have these beneficial, isolated beneficial compounds um, left over. And now you have to do some calculating, some math. So hopefully there's an extraction ratio connected to your product, whatever you're taking, and you can do some math. So if we took our Lion's main product, it's an eight to one. We put 500 milligrams in a capsule, eight times 500 milligrams gives you 4,000 milligrams quantity crude equivalent. That's a therapeutic dose. But depending on what you're using it for, you can look to the research and read what did they use in that study to get those effects or what am I using it for? So if you're just using it as preventative medicine, like we're talking about today, filling up your bank account with adaptogenic support so that you are ready when stress hits you or when these things hit you to not have this HPA access cascade of hormones, cortisol release. I'm in stress all of the time and now my body's breaking down. If you're just being preventative, 
500 milligram capsule is enough. And you can take that through the day. You could take one thing in the morning, something in the afternoon, something in the evening. You could choose, I just want to use something right now for a couple of weeks and I'm taking one mushroom and take that consistently. And then it's checking in to see really how you're doing with that. And then stacking. Mm. This is something that the last year has been an epiphany that I don't think any of these mushrooms were meant to be used in isolation. isolation, They are better together. So if you, if you, and financially not, they're not inexpensive. So if you can afford to take two capsules a day, take two different mushrooms together, depending Mm -hmm. on what you need. So whether that is chaga in the morning and reishi at night, cordyceps and lion's mane together in the middle of the day for this great performance, um, turkey tail, here and lion's mane there. Um, Whatever it is you decide to do for you, do your research and find out what's my greatest need right now and how can I dose these synergistically to get enough. So if it's our product, one capsule is a therapeutic dose. A half a teaspoon of the blend is more than the therapeutic dose. It's all you need. People taking more and more and more. It's not like we said, these are non-toxic as adaptogens. You're, You're not going to harm yourself ever. By taking right. too much, but there's this ceiling dose where the benefits are no greater after taking too much. Makes sense, yeah. So we don't need to spend all your money by taking tons and tons and tons of something like that. And yeah. I, I got a question recently on Instagram as well about tinctures and taking medicinal mushrooms as a tincture versus as how we provide them in a yeah. powdered extract or in a capsule. And um, it's a financial equation to me. So the tinctures are, they're extracted. That's great. Often they're just an alcohol extract, which means sometimes they've left behind the water-soluble compounds, which is where we get immune benefits. So if you're getting a tincture, it should be a dual extract tincture. And then in that tincture, if you're taking something in a dropper, there's obviously a carrier. You can taste it. It's alcohol or alcohol and water, alcohol, glycerin and water. So just being mindful that you're getting a much smaller dose of the actual mushroom when you've got all of that carrier involved. So what you're paying for, so for instance, a jar of our product will give you 60 doses and the typical 100 milliliter tincture bottle gives you about 12 or 13 doses. About right. the same price. Right. So bang for right. your buck. Some people need a tincture because they can't swallow a pill and don't want to taste the powder. And you yep. you are getting it that way, and that's the convenience that you're getting. But something to note. Got it. That's a really great um, point because I get that question a lot too. So thanks for clar- clarifying that. Okay, so we covered a lot there. I love how we went through the day and how you can really stack these mushrooms and take them to support stress, immunity, to support performance, mental health focus, mood, all of the things, um, nervous system support, sleep, it's all in there, which is really great. We had a few questions come in from our community and I would love to dive into those and go through a few if you're open Mm -hmm. to that. Um, so there was a question that came in around lion's mane and nerve pain support. And if maybe you can speak to that. Yeah. So again, not a doctor, a scientist or an expert on it, but we do get asked, Um, there's people out there that have nerve pain and it is often not something that a pharmaceutical can give relief to right away. And 
And there's lots of people like me out there that don't want a pharmaceutical. We're over it. We want to address the root cause of of the issue. And I think that's where I see the uh, addressing this. So it's lion's mane mushroom for anything neuro. So it's neuroregenerative, it's neuroprotective. So when I what I mean by that is that we know that it can, like I said before, it can help us with the creation of nerve growth factor and brain-derived neurotropic factor, but it also helps us to keep healthy what we already have. And sometimes when there's nerve pain, um, new fresh cells can be something to relieve that or a repairing or supporting of the cells that are affected and that can help too. So the research around it would show that if they're going to have benefit from it, from the, from the pain, it's not taking the pain away, but it's helping to support fresh cells, fresh growth in that area. So Got it. that's the best I could answer it. So anything that is neuro nerve system related is going to be lion's mane mushroom. It's the one that can pass that barrier and have the most benefit with anything in that category. There's a research page on our website and you can actually go to all of the research that has to do with anything nerve related. And you can read, there are other mushrooms that can be helpful as well. For sure, reishi is always the one to bring in as the the helper mushroom. It just helps to make the beneficial compounds in the lion's mane more powerful. So when we have two of them together, especially our lion's mane is a dual extract, it's really high in terpenes. And then you bring in the triterpenoids from the reishi. And this is where we can get super powerful pharmaceutical grade benefits from just a mushroom. Hope that helps with that one. Yeah, that's a great answer. Um, Heart disease and mushrooms. Can you expand on that one a little bit? Yeah. So, um, well, I'll talk about two mushrooms that are not considered adaptogens. Yeah, (laughs) that's okay. Not invited (laughs) into the adaptogen (laughs) club. Um, But my talkie and shiitake are both culinary delights thought of as food. These are mushrooms we find in the kitchen. They're both delicious. Um, highly recommend eating your mushrooms too, not just taking them as supplements, but incredibly powerful food. And maitake and shiitake, we do have them as extracts in a blend, in our balance blend, because of their heart protective um, benefits. So, and I think, you know, we look at, again, what is the root cause of the heart issue? Is it weight? Is it blood sugar? What's the root cause of it? And these two mushrooms do that. So maitake is amazing for regulating blood sugar. It's actually one that we have to put a claim with it that if you are taking any kind of anti-diabetic medication, not to take maitake because it essentially does the same thing. People can be over-medicated for the same thing. Um, So just using maitake for blood sugar balance, again, during menopause can be something we're looking for. Um, And shiitake mushroom also, it has a compound called lentinin, and there's lots of heart research around that. So those two mushrooms by themselves have these kind of underlying supporting of the cardiovascular system effects. Again, when you bring in reishi with it, which is why we put in the balance blend with it, um, reishi has so many studies right now about weight loss and cholesterol, things that are related to heart disease. So in one study I just read, um, it was with rodents, um, rodents were fed a regular diet and divided into two. One group then got the same regular diet with the addition of a fairly low dose of reishi every day. The other group got just their regular diet. And at the end of it, an incredible double the amount of weight loss in the mice that got the reishi. So we don't ever talk about mushrooms for weight loss. 
right? It's not, you're not going to take them and lose weight. But what's happening physiologically when we introduce something like reishi is supporting all of the factors in the systems that helps to lead to weight loss, controlling the blood sugar and helping us to get into these systems where we're not in fight or flight all of the time when our (laughs) digestive system is shut down and everything is, you know, trying to hold on to what we've got. So reishi, maitake, shiitake together uh, for heart support are the ones that are the beautiful blend to, to keep the ticker happy. Okay. I love that so much. We had some other questions here around anxiety and sleep, but I feel like we kind of touched on that, on that focus mood. If there's anything you feel like expanding around those, we, we definitely yeah. can. It's the question we get the most anxiety and depression. It's everywhere. We're in it. We're in it world. You're not alone. Yeah. Um, I don't know anybody who doesn't have someone that they love very close to them or themselves that isn't truly suffering right now. And if there's anything that you can do that is a natural support for that, um, I don't know why we wouldn't try it because I have been through it with a family member and the answer was pharmaceuticals. Like it was a long wait to talk to someone because talk therapy would be amazing if it was accessible (laughs) all of the time and practical. Um, You know, you try to incorporate things like meditation and mindfulness and movement and connection and all of these things to support. But sometimes we need to feel like we're doing something for those we love so we don't feel helpless. Offering medicinal mushrooms is for sure not going to hurt them. And there is a ton of research around how it benefits. Um, Particularly during menopause, we see um, estrogen receptor beta being increased by lion's mane mushroom extract. So we just did something on our Instagram about the study that came out with that. And this is where we are getting the... um, benefit to irritability and mood during menopause, which presents as anxiety and depression sometimes. So for sure, lion's mane mushroom, yes, you are going to support the brain and people have experienced a relief with that. Anxiety in general. So I have a very close family member who suffers from severe anxiety and I give this little human (laughs) um, cacao with reishi on a walk to school in the morning on a regular basis. I just did it today. As soon as I know, I get a little emotional. Um, As soon as I know that there's stress there and it is underlying for so many people just waiting, just sitting there waiting for one more thing to be on the load in the world today. So many things going on. Um, What's one little thing that we can do to just help us have a little bit of calm, a little herbal yoga? Mm -hmm. And that's what I call reishi. So adding reishi to another adaptogen like cacao, which is one of the 21 essential adaptogens, such a beautiful, and I'm talking about raw, pure cacao, not right. not chocolate. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> They're um, different. And when I mix this up, you can buy blends that have medicinal mushrooms in them that, that are lovely. We do it at home ourselves. So um, I do, I'll give you my recipe. I do like a tablespoon of raw cacao. And I do a half teaspoon of our balance blend or just raw reishi if I've got it. And then a bit of honey. And I put some hot water, add a little bit of, I do a non-dairy creamer in there and mix it up. And this little human Mm -hmm. gets through the day and has managed anxiety with no pharmaceuticals, um, thanks to reishi. And we're told not to give medicinal mushrooms to children. And I used to say, nope, not for children. We can't say that. I'm saying it. (laughs) This is a population of 
little humans that need some support. And I think a little bit of reishi for sure is safe. We know it's safe during pregnancy um, and can really take the edge off for people who are suffering from depression or anxiety. So lion's mane and reishi together or apart, it doesn't need to be a large dose. Using it preventatively so that we have a store for reacting to stress before it comes is, is a nice thing to do. Amazing. I think you've just like nailed it all. And we've gone through so much today. I think that this is just such a beautiful place to end it. And thank you so much for just sharing your insights and helping to bring some clarity around mushrooms and dosing and what to use when I think this is going to benefit so many people. So thank you so, so much. Where can our audience connect with you and learn more about you? Yeah. So our website's the best place. It's a weird word, Aversio Wellness. Um, It's E-V-E-R-S-I-O. Wellness, the word Aversio means change in Latin. That's why it's that's why it's there. Um, so aversiowellness.com is the website. You can go to the contact page there and um, emails come directly to me. I spend the first part of my day every day answering many customer emails. And it's um, my favorite part of what we do is being able to answer questions and then see people on the other side when they've benefited. So please don't be afraid to reach out. Um, we also are on social media and it's an ND that's running our social media account. So if it's a DM through social media, that's your comfort zone. You're going to get great support there too. So either way, do reach out with questions. We're super happy to help. Um, we just want to be able to reach what we set out to do, change lives through fungi. And we now see it happening. And I'm excited to see what podcast number three will sound like. The new science <laughs> by then. I love it. Oh my Breath God. Work it's and mushrooms, Sam. I think oh, I love headed. it. I love it. Yeah. Imagine in the next six months, like there'll be just so much more new things to touch on. So thank you again. I really appreciate you and your time and happy birthday of Versio. <laughs> Thank you. I will tell the crew. I will tell the crew. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for being with us today. I really hope you learned a lot about medicinal mushrooms and I so appreciate you being here every single week and tuning in. If you haven't left us a rating and a review, we would absolutely love it. And I have a special free gift for you. Our three-day delicious hormone balancing meal plan is yours for free. If you head on over to Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to our podcast and leave us an amazing five-star review, take a screenshot of that review and email it over to support at holisticwellness.ca and we will email you out our delicious meal plan. There's the most delicious recipes on here from our gut healing smoothie, our fudgy protein brownies, and delicious one pan recipes, things that aren't gonna take you a ton of time to cook up, but are amazing for supporting blood sugar balance and optimizing hormonal health. So again, take a screenshot of your five-star review, email it over to support at holisticwellness.ca, and we'll send you over our three-day meal plan. Thanks a lot, everyone. Chat with you next week.